Hello and welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast. This is single track session number 131. Today I am your host, Eric Manning, and I am solo. If you listened last week, you noticed that we had a guest host, Miss Debbie Farka. And just want to take a minute to thank Debbie again for joining us, and we will definitely have her back on the show. Had a great time with that recording, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So we have other guest hosts lined up as well uh, for the future, but uh, we'll definitely be bringing Debbie back on. So thank you again, and thanks for everybody listening who listened to that single track session, which is 130. Uh, we'll start off with the beer of the week. This week's beer of the week is just right down the street from me, Roosters Brewing Company here in Ogden, Utah. Um, always enjoyed their beers. Uh, this one today is their double IPA, which is, uh, has a little, uh, I don't know, hoppy, tropical hoppy finish to it. Um, it's 8%, and it's just, it's a solid double. It's just solid. Um, some history with Roosters, have some good friends that work there, brewers that work there. They've been putting out great beers for quite some time. They've expanded to new, the new B Street, which is incredible. If you're in the area and haven't been there, you gotta check that out. Um, also, I've named a beer at Roosters. One of their original IPAs, the Hellevation, was the name, um, which is still going to be one of my favorites there because of uh, because of that. But uh, a lot of good beers from Roosters. So if you're ever in the area, um, from out of town, not in the area, stop by Roosters. They have a couple locations, but check out the B Street. You got to be 21 or older to be there, uh, but it's a great location, great food, um, and that's what I'm having today is Roosters Double IPA. And their new logos and their cans are awesome. They're super smooth. They're just sexy. Um, tip my hat there and uh, thank good friend uh, Brandon for the beer. So that's the beer of the week. You can't go wrong. Uh, it's malty, hoppy, and tastes delish. So we'll move on from there. I did leave out last week. We talked uh, one of the questions was about my summer concerts, and I did leave one out, which is kind of funny. Yeah, especially the one I left out. So I mentioned I was going Toad the Wet Sprocket, Mumford and Sons, Dave Matthews Band, Hugh Jackman, Train in the Goo Goo Dolls with my daughter. I left out the Avett Brothers. And that made me feel bad because it's actually on my birthday. And I already have tickets. So that was the last one that I've officially have tickets for right now. Um, there's more coming out. I know there's some stuff that's still being scheduled and haven't been released on dates um, indigo girls another one of my favorites they're coming and they're playing with utah symphony up at deer valley tickets aren't on sale for that yet but i'm hoping to uh to get some tickets to that as well so i left that one off the the radar um and a quick little announcement as i mentioned the last couple weeks um this is show launches on thursday march 28th so a reminder for everybody in the area on friday march 29th uh, Trail Manners will be at the Amr Sports Factory Outlet here in Ogden, Utah. Joel will be there with me, uh, and we will be doing registration for the Gib Wallace Memorial Trail Races uh, that happen on May 4th here in Ogden, part of the Ogden Trail Running Festival. And if you come to the Amr Sports Factory Outlet to register on Friday evening, okay, that is the 29th, um, I think it's from 4-ish, say four to seven um they're gonna, if you register for the race they're going to be an additional 30 percent off outlet apparel accessories and footwear for those that sign up and they're going to have a group run um with the solomon shoe demo um led by a friend of the show blake palmer um anybody can come if you know even if you don't register for the race you can still come do the do the uh, demo run 
Um, the run starts at 5 p.m., uh, just doing a few miles along the River Parkway here. We're, we're close to the store. They're going to be open until 7 p.m., but we'd love to see you out there. If you're thinking about registering from the race, come do it in person. Get an additional discount. We will have some Trail Manor swag handy as well if you stop by. Uh, love to see you. I know Joel would love to see you. Um, and just uh, supporting the the, uh, the race, the Gibb Wallace Memorial Trail Race. We have some great sponsors, as I mentioned, Armor Sports Factory Outlet, Solomon, Palisades Ultra Trail Series with those fine folks up there, the Ogden Trails Network, Gear 30, and our Kids K sponsor, McKenzie Exhibit. So love to see you out uh, to the Gibb Wallace races this year, whether it's the Kids K races or else the the uh, bigger races, a 10-mile and a 4-mile. Just a nice evening in the park. We do our races, uh, I think, start around 5, 5.30 in there. Um, just a fun evening uh, on the mountain to, to hang out with us, and it's a lot of fun. So if you have time, swing by Armor Sports Factory Outlet in Ogden Friday night, March 29th, and uh, come say hi. Register for the race. Demo some shoes. Run a little bit. Buy some stuff. Grab some swag. All of the above. So um, love to see you there. Uh, let's get into a little bit of the trail news before we get too much further into it. Uh, there's been, we're kind of back more than ever as far as races and then things you know, on the the schedule go. Um, just some a few races to cover from last weekend. Um, as we talked about, there was the Nine Trails 35-mile uh, race in Santa Barbara. Um, it was super stacked. Um, we already talked about it. Um, women's side, uh, Taylor Nolan uh, ran first in 624. Sandy Nypaver in 630 um, for first and second there. Um, pretty solid, right? Pretty, pretty solid. Third place in 6.58 was Jade De La Rosa. On the men's side, probably not a huge surprise, um, even though it's pretty stout. Um, all three, apparently all three of the people that, top three, let's put it that way, uh, broke the course record. But it only goes to one person. The course record was 5.35, set in 1994. Jim Walmsley took off from the front, led the whole way, finished in 5.12. Followed by Jared Hazen and Chris Brown. Um, they were pretty close behind, though, in 523 and 529. So, quick race, fast race, as we talked about um, with that lineup. And the distance of the race, I think, makes it just fast, right? A um, little over a marathon distance once you're there. I mean, we can say a little. It's nine miles. Uh, we also had some awesome news, and we've talked about this a lot, and even when Joel was on the show just the state of ultra running far as just how competitive races are, um, the gap that's being closed between, um, you know, some of these amazing women that are coming up. And at the Behind the Rocks Ultra in Moab, Utah, um, Courtney DeWalter, she won the 50-mile race overall. So it's not really a surprise, though, right? I mean, it's awesome. It's super exciting. Uh, so she was a 50-mile uh, winner in 723 um, course record. I think more and more and more and more and much more of the mores, um, others are going to fall, right? Course records are going to fall. Um, on the men's side, uh, the winner came in on that one in 8.07. So, what, 30, 40 minutes, 40-plus 40 minutes behind Courtney? That's impressive, folks. I know we've all, you know, people out there listening to the podcast know how awesome Courtney is, right? Um, it's going to happen more and more, right? Too many solid athletes, period, right? I don't care, man, woman. There's just course records are going to fall. Races are going to be tighter, and it just makes me look more for. Look, I used more again. It makes me look forward <laughs> to the Western States 100. 
Um, again, talking about a woman cracking the top 10, it's going to happen for sure. Um, even though there's a lot of a solid runners on, on both sides. Um, the backyard ultras took place. Um, a lot of race, Antelope Island Buffalo run. We'll get into that a little bit more as we go. Um, they had the big races, the 100-miler, Andrea Fuchs and Michael McKnight won the 100-mile races. Uh, Carolyn Wallace and Jeff Friedman did the 50, won the 50-milers. And Deanna uh, Hafford and Jeff Browning won the 50Ks. So good times to be had on Antelope Island. And no reported bison attacks. So that's always a positive when you're coming out of a race. No animal attacks. Next weekend, or this coming weekend, I should say, the Georgia Death Race, right? Um, golden tickets, up for grabs. Um, tough race, you hear about it every year. Um, Joel has flirted with going to that race in the past, but has yet to make it out to Georgia. Um, I want to get out there just for some peach pie myself. But uh, 72 miles, just crushing course. Um, heard nothing but good things about it. Uh, the women's side is stacked. Again, there's... Uh, two entries up for goal, uh, Western States, two golden tickets. And the men's side, same thing. Uh, some big names going out there. Um, it's going to be some golden tickets given away for Western States to keep that filled. Just keep getting stacked as we go. So, And then, you know, there's that Barkley race coming up. Yeah, the little under the radar that, you know, gained lots of national attention all over. Now it's kind of like the secret, back in the secrets a little bit. It's not so blown up because there's not a lot of movies being filmed on it, I don't think, this year. I could be wrong. I've been wrong many times before, probably on this show right now. But there's just a lot of fun races coming up. And uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to a few more of those. But um, Also, uh, while we're at it, let's, uh, let's go ahead and knock a few things out. Not a lot to talk about on the show uh, going forward. There's a few topics we want to cover. Which we do, um, especially with no guest host, so it makes it a little bit not as much bantering back and forth, which I know you're going to miss a lot. Um, but hopefully we'll have some good stuff to talk about here coming up. But let's get into a couple quick things. Let's do uh, another one that they just talked about. The U.S. trail running team is announced for 2019. And, folks, this is a this is a solid team. Not that they haven't been in the past, but uh, here's some of the names that made the U.S. trail team uh, for their 2019 World Championships. Um, let's see. Let me let me get a little more info on this. It is in on June 8th in Portugal. Uh, the U.S. team, six men, six women, 44 mile race or kilometer, excuse me, 27 miles, single track course, 334 feet above sea level. So huge, right? It's got 7,000 feet of ascent and, and uh, descent. But here's some of the names they'll be representing the United States. Six men and six women. Mario Mendoza. Not a lot of intro needed there. Zach Miller. I think he's going to crush it. Tim Tolefson. Another crusher. Alex Nichols. Uh, Anthony Costales out of Salt Lake City, Utah, folks. So excited about that one here. Um, Sam Sali from Evergreen, Colorado. And then we get into... Uh, uh, Casey Enman. So here, here from Vermont. Uh, Corey Connor. Here's some more names you'll know. Elizabeth Ryan. Um, Kelly Wolf, who was, um, I think, Ultra Runner of the Year number, I don't know, maybe she was 
fourth or something, fifth, fourth or fifth this past year, I'll turn of the year. Uh, Anna Mae Flynn, who just crushes as well, and then rounding it off is Danny Moreno. So pretty stout um, U.S. trail team this year. I like our chances, both sides, some fast, especially that distance. It's a little bit different than your 50-mile. I mean, this is... 44K, 27 miles, so it's still considered ultra, um, but it's basically, you know, a marathon, a little bit more than that, but uh, great team. Excited to hear how they do over in Portugal on June the 8th, so keep track of them. Uh, Strava, real quick, we have Christian Morgan, 121.5, Spencer Wells in runtime, 27.28, and climbing goes to Aaron Hill, no uh, stranger to that, uh, 18,795 feet. Uh, for this week, um, and then now we'll get into Woody Footy. So this week I was picking Woody Footy, and let me tell you this. This was probably, I wish this week was last week. Give Debbie more to deal with. So this week we had too many good ones. Literally, we had just them coming crazy. Um, we had a lot of from the Buffalo Run, which is local here. We had some Florida, Boise Foothills, um, Alabama. Um, we had some more, you know, from the San Juan Islands. Um, what else? Where's some good ones? Here's some of the good ones. Uh, Garrick Aarons from Boise was awesome. Just beautiful photo. Just beautiful clouds. Nice single track. Great background. Megan Martinez looks like was down at Behind the Rocks races running down there. Uh, we have some from Bitterroot Valley in Montana. Lots of snow there still. Um, Malin's Peak. Golden, Colorado. Um, Carla Nephew had a runcation 2019, and my goodness, that is a serious runcation. They were ev- everywhere. Seven days of views and trails. Um, absolutely stunning. Martin Schneekloth um, had another good one here in Tennessee. Beautiful photo. Uh, Bill Hyatt, No Man's Canyon. Uh, more Buffalo Run, more Buffalo Run. That's some Massachusetts photos. Stacy LeBlanc dancing on a mountain in Alberta, Canada. Um, John DeMartin up in B.C., um, Jeremy Haddock posted, uh, Buffalo missed you, Eric Manning. Well, I missed you guys too. Uh, but a lot of good, um, pictures, but this week's picture is one that just kind of stopped me in my tracks for a couple reasons. The colors were, were amazing. Um, I'm a huge, and I, I've, I have no shame here when I say this and I'm not, I'm a huge fan of the Rockies movies. And so this reminded me a little bit of Rocky with that pose, at the top of the stairs, but this week's winner, that's going to represent our, our single track session number 131 is Garth Harris. Just been on the show just a month or two ago. He was on top of Malins, and it was gorgeous. Uh, beautiful Monday. Um, let's see, it's probably the evening because the sun is setting um, over the Great Salt Lake, I'm guessing. He's on top of Malins. Kind of doing that rocky pose, but that's the, that's the winner for this week. A lot of great photos, though. Please keep those coming. I know it's going to get more and more spectacular harder to decide because people are getting out more uh the weather's changing we're not going to have a lot of white photos as many um there's still a lot of snow out there though but uh, i think people now can get into some different places that they haven't been able to this winter um, but congratulations garth looks solid and uh absolutely beautiful beautiful photo all right we're moving right along and, we, and you know the hats i have a meeting this week to get that done finally can you believe it all right, I'm going to get into some Ask Trail Manners and then some other stuff here. So uh, Ask Trail Manners, a couple things from last week. Um, new gear I left out because we talked about what new – someone asked me what new gear I was looking most forward to for 2019. And to be honest with you, 
I need some help, right? And I, this is all, I, I'm a research guy. I have spreadsheets. We know that. I'm a research guy. But right now, it's time for me. I'm going to do a lot more traveling this summer to races and other places, to, uh, taking my daughter camping, concerts, everything else. It's time to upgrade my vehicular. So I've kind of narrowed it down a little bit. And as silly as it sounds, part of what I want in a car, I want to be able to lay down in the back, right? But I don't want this huge SUV. So lay down the seats, um, but I need something that's dependable. It's going to get me anywhere I want to go. So it's kind of narrowed it down to, it's always been a Subaru Outback. Love those still, right? I mean, if you probably Colorado is the same, but if you're in Utah, Wasatch Front, I mean, you see them all day, every day, which is not bad. I'll still get one. Toyota RAV4s have really been sneaking up on me. You know, kind of the newer ones. Good-looking body style. Roomier. Um, I rented a car not too long ago, and I was lower to the ground. I drive a Dodge Nitro right now, but I was lower to the ground, and I wasn't sure how I liked it. So I know the Toyotas are a little bit higher than the Subarus. Very similar in everything else. But then in the back, too, there's always these little cars like the Hyundai, Santa Fe, the Kia, those are sneaking in there kind of in that same class, right? Kind of the same size, same functionality, all those things. So I've been doing my research, and I'm, I'm waiting to make my final choice, obviously, was when I go test drive stuff because that's kind of when you get in and you put your hands on the steering wheel and you adjust your seat. You're, you can see yourself adjusting the mirrors. You kind of squiggle your butt to get that just feel comfy spot, you know, like you're just kind of itching your butt, shaking your booty. And then driving them around. Um, that way I have time to, I don't know, see what feels right, how I, how I handle Because most cars now are coming with all the bells and whistles, right? Or you can get them. I mean, there's not a a ton of differences in cars anymore with the bells and whistles. So it's about the car itself. I mean, there's engines, obviously, all-wheel drives. I want a sunroof on my new car, right, on the car I get. I think that would be some, well-deserved. Mess up my hair before it's gone. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the other new gear I'm looking forward to, to hope have something by, I don't know, let's say May would be nice, um, break into summer and, and kind of get out and get moving. So that was some of my new gear that I did leave off my list of, of new gear for 2019. Next up, we had some people get back. I know Debbie brought up a good, you know, little, little comment of irrational fears, right? So what are some irrational fears that could keep you from running? Um, we talked about a few things, and I think what it was is kind of went away from irrational to what keeps you from running. Because there's like things, I don't know, mountain lions, rattlesnakes, those are real to me. They're not irrational, but, you know, those are things. So here's some, just a few that people messaged in. Um, someone, and I'll just go down in no order. Someone or something jumping out and scaring me while I'm on my run. Okay, so that's happened to me. Like, I can let out the wildest scream over a chipmunk, <laughs> right? Or a little lizard during snake season. If they scare me, just startle you, that kind of gets your heart going. If my heart's already beating fast and has to go up a tick or two, that's cause for concern. A little foaming at the mouth business. So I can see that one. Here's one. Spiders going in my mouth. All right. I can see that. I can see that. We talked about cobwebs. And I know we've all been running and we're running and we open our mouth and the bug goes in there. Happens all the time. You never kind of know what type of bug it was and you're just hoping it's... I swear last summer, though, 
I had one and it kind of clamped on inside, right? So I went in and I think on the way down, it just kind of had its ice axe and just right in my esophagus. And it took a while. Joel kind of giggled as I dry heaved for six miles, but spiders going in your mouth. Absolutely. I'll go on that one. Snakes in trees and not on the ground. Okay. I mentioned this last year. I saw a photo early season, not quite a year ago, and there was a snake in a bush someone had taken right where I run, right? That bums me out because I'm not looking in bushes for snakes. And that means they're getting up higher so they can they can, they can can use their little fangs in other places, right? Like if they're on the ground, you're thinking knee down, which you still don't want, right? But you, maybe you can jump or... Do some crazy. If they're in the bushes, man, come on, dude. So yeah, I'm 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 buying that one. Um, I think someone here knows me because here's the next one: car being stolen or broken into. Come on, come on. That's not irrational. I've had my car stolen years ago. Oh, when was it? It was like end of May, first of July. It was super hot that day. I remember. I had two water bottles. It was my last training run before a 50 mile race. Turn the corner, come back to the trailhead. My car's gone. Glass on the glass on the pavement. My car's gone. So that's not irrational. That's legit. And I still get nervous. I lock my car like twenty to thirty times before I leave. I'm just like beep beep beep. Did I lock it? I run back. Did it lock beep? Because I get super nervous. So that's not irrational. That's a good one. <laughs> Here's another one, and you're finding a homeless camp. That's not irrational, but that's legit because I know there's a lot of those. I've seen some. I've intruded in some here in the Ogden area on the Bonneville shoreline, but that's that's a yucky one. And then last one that someone sent in: finding a dead body. Okay, you you that would suck, and it it's unfortunate too. And we just had one just found a week or two ago here. Yeah, it's like a little over a week ago here in the Ogden area. They, there was one that was found. That's spooky. That is super spooky. So I'm going to tell you a quick story because it's along the lines of those. So sorry if I'm going off this tangent. When I was a young, wee young lad, I used to go fishing with some buddies all the time. And one day my buddies were going fishing. There were three of them. And I always went with them. We were like the four musketeers. My mom, for whatever reason that day, told me no. I remember it, I was... Uh, I want to say sixth, seventh grade, probably right in there somewhere. And she said, no, not today. And I was like, mom, I always go with these guys. Nope, not today. You're staying home. And I was so mad. I cried. I'm not going to lie. My buddies left. I'm crying. Felt horrible. Later that night, which kind of, here's where I still kind of, I was bummed out at first. The news came on. My buddies were fishing. And we had this fishing hole. Fishing didn't go well for him that day. So I started jumping off this bridge and going swimming. My one buddy jumps off the bridge. He's swimming over to the shore. <laughs> and as he swim, pulls his arm forward. Yeah, he, he kind of just rested it on a, a bloated, floating person and freaked him out. My buddy's freaked out. I'm home. They're on the news. I should have been on the news TV. We're talking 19. God, how old would that be? What's sixth grade? Let's just make up a year. Um, 1983. Okay. So just say that. That would have been legit, right? On the news in 1983, I wasn't on the news. I was so upset with my mom. You have no idea. 
Next time I talked, got around my buddies, that's when I realized how lucky I was. They were traumatized. They were freaked out. Like, I'm pretty sure that they didn't sleep and <laughs> went to counseling even that early. So ever since that day, I'm like, yeah, I never want to find that. And I'm hor- I'm horrible. I don't watch vampire. What do you think about vampire? Zombie movies because I don't like gory stuff. So finding a body, absolutely. So who, the people that emailed me this list, one, two, three, four, five, six. All six of them, total legit. Absolutely. Some more than others for sure. Um, those are some irrational fears. All right, next up, um, here is a our first Ask Trail Matters question. This is from Jeff from Utah. Uh, here you go. Missed you at the Buffalo Run this weekend. Having you announce people at the finish has quickly become one of my favorites. I wish more races did this. I am sure you weren't weren't there for a good reason. And then it says it. It better have been, ha. Where will you be next? Do you have plans to announce any other finish lines, Jeff? Well, Jeff, thank you, number one, just for saying that. I've enjoyed working. It's only been twice. Emceeing the finish line or whatever you want to call it. It's been a lot of fun. Yes, I wasn't there this weekend. My boys had a soccer game, the first game of the season. We did win one to nothing, uh, which was pretty good. But, yeah, that's why I wasn't there. Had a few things going that day. I uh, really missed it just because of the people that were there. Um, had a few other things going that day as well. But uh, thanks for saying that. Um, do you have plans to announce other finish lines? No, I do not. Um, that was the only two I've done. And it's just good friend Jim Skaggs. Um, so, no, I don't have any plans to do any finish lines. Where will you be next? Well, tomorrow night I will be at the Armor Sports Factory Outlet. Oh, let's see. And then in like April, mid-April, I'm going to Zion Traverse with some friends. And then Timp Trail Marathon, I just registered for that in May. And then my summer is still up in the air, but I've got a few things. Um, but I'm, I'm slowly tweaking those. One of them is because I was going to Hard Rock like the Wednesday before Hard Rock for like five, six nights camping. But then they just announced Arsenal and Bayern Munich, my two, literally my two favorite club teams period, I followed since I can't tell you when, are playing against each other in Los Angeles on July 17th. Now, I know they're not going to have their first teams. They're not going to have their best players always there. I can't pass that up. I've always wanted to watch both of those teams play. My t- my two teams, one's out of Bayern Munich, Germany, Arsenal's England, those that aren't familiar. Both killer teams, great histories. Um, they're playing each other. I mean, I can't miss that. So that's going to tweak my plans for Hard Rock a little bit. Um, now I was approached by something else that we can probably talk about later that might tweak some other things. So I don't know. I'll be, I'll be moving and shaking this summer for sure between concerts and, and camping and everything else. So, uh, I hope that helps. And thanks again, Jeff. Uh, the next one is from Beth from Colorado. Beth says, so I loved your comment last week about the greatest hits versus the B side. I hear and see so many people get caught up judging based on social media. It's sad, but easy to see how it happens and how it affects some people. I have known friends leave Facebook for this reason. B-side stories to me are much more inspiring. Don't get me wrong. I love a good picture or someone at the top of a peak and the beauty uh, and the beauty there, but the struggle is usually the better story. Keep those stories coming with the podcast, Beth. Okay. Thank you, Beth, and I'm glad you enjoyed that. If you didn't listen to the show last week, first of all, shame on you. Go back and listen to it. Second of all, I talked about the greatest hits versus the B-side. So people, me and Debbie were talking about how people on social media post like the greatest hits, all the all their triumphs, right, all the, the cool things, and they 
usually throw an Ed Gala Allan Poe or a Kermit the Frog sing on there that's pretty inspiring. But it's the, those str- those bad days, right, that people, all of them have. I don't care who you are. You're going to have things that happen in a day. Maybe your whole day is not bad, and maybe you have a really good attitude, so it's not affects you. But things happen. You drop your egg on the floor when you go to make it. You, you know, back into something with your car. You open your car door. I mean, there's always something, right? Sometimes it's it's a lot worse than others, but uh, we talked about that. And I even got another message from another friend, um, kind of saying the same thing, giving the thumbs up on the on the B side thing. And then someone did ask me, and this is dating me. Not they no, they're not dating me. Um, what I meant is they date how old I am. It was basically saying, what do you mean by the B side? Well, back in the day, right after fire. They had these things called cassette tapes. So they went 8-track first, right? But then there was cassette tapes. Well, cassette tapes, albums, you know, you have two sides. Cassette tapes had, we call it side 1 and side 2 or side A and side B. So side A, or, or we'll say, was like the best, right? It was all their 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 chart toppers, right? The ones they knew were going to be. Side B sometimes was usually the one you just rewound signed A. So these cassettes were pretty cool, and you should Google them. They, uh, you play them and they, if you don't have a pencil, you can fix them with a pencil too, but they play this little tape and music comes out. And then when I get to the end, you just flip it over and it reverses it. And there's other songs on the other side. So pretty genius, right? Well, the, like I said, the B side was kind of sometimes a side you didn't listen to. You just rewind the whole A side or you'd put the B side in and just turn it down and talk to your buddy until it was done. Then you'd flip it back over, you know, and listen to some more, you know. A-side stuff, the quality stuff. So that's kind of where that came from. So B-side is like, yeah. But the interesting thing, had another conversation. Sometimes the B-side had these hidden gems. So maybe they had five songs, right, on the B-side. So there's like first two, you're barely you're barely paying attention. That third one, it may not be the first or second time you heard it, but that third time, it started to get in you, right? You started to feel that funk or whatever. And I still think that happens with B-side's of, of people's lives. You learn lessons. And sometimes those lessons turn into your greatest hits. But it started off not, right? And I'm not going to be too specific because I don't have anything handy. But that's kind of what that was. So, Beth, thank you for saying that. And I agree with you. Some, Not in my life. <laughs> like, I don't want a whole lot of the B-side business. I've had enough for the last year or so. But I do love to see people overcome setbacks. Right, it's not like I want them to go through a setback, but it's just so awesome to see people get through those setbacks. We all have a friend, we all have a family member, we all have a loved one, somebody we know that's faced sometimes super like crazy life changing stuff, and sometimes it's stuff you look back on a, a day or a week later, going, I really got upset about that. You know, I dropped my carton of organic eggs and I really threw a fit instead of went, that was three bucks. You know what I mean? So yeah. And and part of the conversation I had with another individual, we wished we we thought about it. We're like, you know, it'd be cool if the, the social media influencers, and we all know who those people are as well. There's a lot of them with X amount of likes or followers or everything else. If those influencers were more real, right? I see still so many and that, and I know some and and see what they post and some I don't know, but see what they post. But you just know some that 
it's not real, right? Not to say that where they were when the photo was taken wasn't real, but it's it doesn't it doesn't slide by the goalie like it used to, right? I think a lot of people pick up on it more than they probably ever have. Or I think when social media started to kick off and companies started getting these influencers, um, it was easier to think, oh man, that's so cool. That is, oh. But now it's like you see more and it's kind of dull. It's, it's dulled down a little bit to where you just look and you go, okay, that's just not real. That's not real life. That's not real. It's not real. You know, it's not authentic. And there's that word again, but it'd be cool to see more of those influencers that show some of the not so sexy stuff. Because those are the people that I gravitate towards. They're kind of real with who they really are. So even if they're such an influencer or they're, they're whoever and whatever they do, those highs to me would mean more, you know, because I knew that they actually have this, this B side, right? Oh, here's my morning picture. I actually didn't wake up looking so awesome with my head on the pillow. My eyes were closed, but I had my phone in my hand. So I'm pretty sure I was awake. Um, as opposed to just whatever, right? So influencers get real, show the B side. Everybody's got them. We know you got them. Be real. I'm not an influencer, but I'm real because I don't really have the highs like a lot of those people do. And I don't like quotes. I don't do well with them. I used to. All right. So, uh, and then another person said, you know what? You should start, you should start a B side Facebook page. And then it got into a hashtag so people could like follow and almost like put those in the forefront, like call attention to funnier things that maybe would be a way for people to get past them easier. Like when you drop your 12 pack of organic eggs, extra large on the ground and and you take a picture and, you know, kind of make fun of it so it doesn't affect you. I know that's an exaggeration because it's only three bucks, like I said, but... So for fun, I went in, B-side, hashtag is already taken. The other side is already, there's, I mean, I don't think you can make up a hashtag anymore. I really don't, but I would love to do that because I have a lot of those moments. And I think if I were to get a little more raw with myself, it'd probably help me more. But uh, the person I was talking to, great ideas. B-side Facebook page, I think that'd be funny where people could just post stuff, but I would never want to run that because, again, I don't want to run any more Facebook pages. Social media's kind of got me on the back burner, but pretty funny stuff. So I hope everybody still understands the bad things make the good things better, right? And And the more power to everybody out there that has those good days, I'm the last person to ever say I would judge or anything anybody, but I just like to see more real stuff. And I think most people do nowadays. I think it's more, and in the trail running community, it's needed. It's needed for sure, especially as things continue to change. Um, last thing here, uh, I want to thank George. George took our Patreon support from 26 to 27. So we're creeping one within the last week. I will take it. So thank you so much, George. Very much appreciated. Uh, can't thank you enough. And if you want to go on to patreon.com backslash trail manners, there's more information there that you can, um, you know, join on, hook us up, take care of it. So here, I was reluctant to talk about this, but to me, it's super comical. And I told a couple friends. So I got this message and it was essentially in, uh, asking me if I was interested 
in, I guess, trying out. I've got this huge, long step email, um, and I won't read it all because it's kind of boring, but it's this email from this place um, that you've probably heard of. It's called the Discovery Channel, and um, <laughs> they asked if I was interested on the casting for, ready for this? This is how well this group doesn't know me, Naked and Afraid. So, yes, I'm afraid. No, I, I don't, I'm not comfortable naked. So <laughs> it's the show on the Discovery Channel. I got asked if I was interested. The sh- it requires a full month of my time, 21-day shoot plus travel. They don't have the dates locked in yet, but they do shoot internationally. And then there's this uh, process that you have to go through with uh, phone interviews and all this other stuff, but yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, and I parent, and I, I've never watched the show. I've seen uh, commercials, but uh, God, they must be desperate. And I don't mean that rude. Discovery Channel. I'm sure it's a great show, but to be reaching out like that and then getting a hold of me for some other reason, and I am, I wear flip flops in my house. I don't sleep naked. It's not my jam. It is not my jam. So it's kind of funny. Like if it was a show where I could wear clothes, like clothed and afraid i'm in it give me let's do this right but uh i've just seen commercials years ago i guess when at first i don't know how many seasons they've had but um sitting in like the safari jungle or that you know like the desert bush and all this other stuff like they're laying on dirt naked and there's bugs and i know some people are into that and i can camp with the best of them but uh, if you just get, you know, put a little clothing on me, I would go for it. I would, I would build a fire with some sticks or matches if I have them. But I th- I've, I've always wanted to be on one of those reality survivor type shows because I think it'd be fun. Because I, I still think it's they're there. It's not that quote unquote too life threatening. But to be naked in doing it, what? I could shave the Trail Manners logo somewhere. Maybe they'd show that on TV, right? But. Anyway, super funny. I had to laugh. Um, and then when they started sending me more information, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, nope. I don't have time to work out either. I'd have to, I'd have to firm up before I did something like that for the whole world to see. And I, I'm really not that entertaining for them to film me naked. I'd probably be, I don't know. And for those of you that could do this, man, my, <laughs> my clothes off to you. That's awesome, but uh, pretty funny. God, it does bum me out a little bit because I think this would be kind of fun just to go down their process. Um, <laughs> I just couldn't imagine <laughs> hanging out naked, <laughs> with, number one, with uh, someone of the other gender that I didn't know, and number two, just being out in the out there, you know? So pretty funny stuff. So thank you, uh, Discovery Channel. If you've got one, like I said, clothed and afraid or clothed and want to crack a joke i'll start that show that would be kind of fun i'd dig that but a month man 21 day shoot that's three weeks by my calendar that's a long time to be naked 21 days of nudity i haven't done that in five years combined 21 i haven't been naked five 21 days in five years probably so that's it that'd be too tough but super funny so thank you for that anyway had to share that with my listeners all of you because a lot of you probably know me enough by now that you probably think that's super funny and that's why i shared it because it's super funny if it was if it was serious i may not have shared it 
because I'd be thinking about it, but I'm not thinking about this one. Sorry. Anyway, I think that's all we have for this week. I know it wasn't super action-packed, super fun, um, but I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we do have things coming out, I promise you. Um, we're just uh, going back and forth with our next guest right now, trying to set up the timing for that. We've got a couple other shows. We're just trying to work out the guests on that one, so I do apologize. Um, but we will kick off. We'll have a, a solid April. That's my promise and my goal for you. Solid Tuesday shows in April. we got a sponsor for the month, which has been very helpful. Um, so, yeah, if you have any questions, you have any uh, Ask Trail Manners questions, send them my way. Um, but thanks again so much for listening to the podcast. Thanks for your friendship over the years. Thanks for when you're seeing me saying hello. And, uh, boy, enjoy this weather out there. Have some Have some good runs and get rid of those irrational fears. Go out and crush it. And, please, if you're in town, come say hello uh, tomorrow night. When this launches is Thursday, so if you listen to this on Saturday, it's going to be too late. But Friday the 29th at Armor Sports Factory Outlet, let's give them some support as well. Uh, come say hello to Joel and myself and maybe get some Trail Manor swag. So this is Eric. I am the host of the Trail Manners podcast who appreciates you all so much. Have a great weekend. And uh, April is the next time I'll talk to you. April is here. Don't do any, don't do any over-the-top April Fool's jokes, folks. Don't scare people too much but uh, have some good good old-fashioned fun and lastly i'd like to wish my sister her birthday is april 2nd she's my older my little older sister i want to wish her a happy birthday uh i love you so much thank you for everything you've ever done for me um and i couldn't have made it through these last couple years without you so happy birthday wendy i love you and everybody else we'll talk to you next week this is eric from the trail manners podcast And we are out.